I, I, I really want to just, I, I want to take the next few minutes to say a brief word here about this text uh, that was read in your hearing on um, the shepherds. I want to do that for several reasons, but I want to illustrate some things from the metaphorical language that, that, that lifts out of the text rather easily. If you, if you notice in verse 8, it says, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. That's Luke 2, verse 8. I want to talk um, from this theme, hope in the darkness. Hope in the darkness. It's, it's important that you and I realize that that the darkness has a metaphorical sense to it. It is, it is used to discuss many issues related to that which is shrouded or that which does not have light in it. Darkness is there and the darkness that hovers over the earth nightly because of the way the earth tilts and its relationship to the sun is a set of darkness, but there metaphorically, it generally speaks to the time when things are not as well as you want them to be, when things are pretty bleak. This week, the Food and Drug Administration approved a second vaccine to combat COVID-19, and one doctor called it hope in a vial. Darkness over the land as a result of a virus. COVID-19 has struck us greatly and has nearly ruined the world. With the now addition to the Pfizer drug, we now have Moderna who has come onto the scene with a separate vaccination. But they're coming into the scene now while there are estimated 17 million people that have been infected. And more than 300,000 have died in the United States alone. It comes at a time when the U.S. is hitting historical numbers of cases and it's soaring high, particularly in the West and California. It, it, it just may be that the long nightmare of darkness, has, which has been the coronavirus, may, may be coming to an end. <clears throat> the night offers its own set of terrors. But after the dark, there's something can happen. In the, in the dark, when, when, it, when it gets dark outside, I, I can only imagine these shepherds who are out there in the fields after dark, they're looking for marauding beasts who would search for prey. These shepherds are there. The night holds its fears, <clears throat> but yet it holds its own beauty of celestial heavens which are filled with the wonders of stars and the awesome reflected light of the moon. I wondered to myself, and, and I'm a wonder aloud, why did the angel appear to these night-watching shepherds? <laughs> why them? 
there, there, were, there were definitely other people who looked like could have been in better position to speak it out. Why, why not a prophet? Uh, why, why not, why not a, 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 an official of the temple? Why, why didn't he, the, the shepherd go to uh, one of the Pharisees or Sadducees, someone who was in the religious hierarchy? Why does he show up to these men in a field there? I, I believe that, that in just a few moments, I, let me share with you why I think it happened this way. Number one, I believe that these, these men would have unbiased appreciation. Uh, yeah, yeah, unbiased appreciation. That you, you, you see, when when the when the angel shows up, they're not jaded by religious knowledge. They're not jaded by having been in church too long. Well, you know, you know. Sometimes when you've been around a long time, you 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 don't know how to worship anymore. You 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 don't know how to praise God. You you've seen too much. You've been around too much. You nothing moves you. So so so. It sometimes it takes somebody that's that's a novice, that's new, to help you reimagine <clears throat> your relationship with God, to re-see it again through fresh eyes. They had unbiased appreciation. You see. They had no reason to put their thoughts into the divine activity. They were stakeholders without a stake. Any, anywhere. They, they were stakeholders without a stake. What do you mean, Reverend? I mean, they had a, a right to be excited because they were stakeholders in the divine deliverance, but they didn't have a stake. They didn't have a dog in the fight. They weren't in any position. They were just going to be recipients of the blessing so they could give you an unbiased opinion as to what would be going on. I, I don't know. Maybe that's why the CDC has an outside commission to look at the vaccines to say, does this work or not work? Because they're stakeholders, but they have no stake. They're not going to get an extra check if they say yes and they're not going to get beat up if they say no. Sometimes you need somebody that's unbiased to look at certain things. I, I feel like preaching here. They were stakeholders without a stake. They had a reason to care but, but there wasn't but so much they could do. And, and, and every now and then I like people that, that will praise God and will hear what God is doing without worrying about what it means to me or how it affects me personally. I can just tell you what the Lord has done. I don't need I don't need to fix it up. I don't have to change it for you. I can just tell you what he's done. This is my this here my testimony. Uh, and, and everybody listening to me right now, you've got a testimony during this season of darkness. As we come to the end of 2020, we all been saying, I can't wait till this year is over. You got a testimony of how you survived this year how you made it over this year, the, how difficult it has been, and yet you're still standing. How, how many people that you've cared about that have been sick, and yet you're still standing. You, you can't tell anybody that testimony, but, but in an unbiased fashion, you've got an appreciation for what God has done for you.
You can only give your testimony, but 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 then but then then, then they had something else. And number two, they had unencumbered agility. Unencumbered agility. What do you mean, Reverend? You, well, well, you see, they weren't stuck anywhere. So they could be where they needed to be. When they had the divine encounter with God, they had the ability to go see what was going on in the earth realm. Since their occupation left them with little to do but watch, they were able to go see what God was doing. Oh, that'll preach right there. That'll preach right there. You, you know, somebody in here, you don't even know how blessed you are to go ahead and appreciate what God is doing right now. Uh, you, you, don't, you don't even realize. I know, I know some of you are home right now. You, you're not going out as much as you're used to. You don't know that the, the agility it gives you to be able to appreciate the blessings of the Lord. You, you're not encumbered. You, you, can, you can go ahead and pray as long as you want to pray. Read the word as long as you want to read the word. Sing a song of Zion to the top of your lungs. You've got unencumbered agility. Uh, they, 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 they could go, the text says that in verse 15 that, that when the angels had gone away, they said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see. Uh, let, let's, let's go and see this for ourselves, what the Lord has, what things the Lord has brought to pass, I, 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 has made known unto us. I, I, and then, then I got something else. I, I'm almost gone. I, I got to hurry. But, 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 but what's interesting is that, that because the Mary and Joseph have, because of this census complexity, went back to the city of his origin, they got there and there's nowhere for them to go and so they get put in an outside place like a stable but because they're there they also are available y'all no, let me help you they they when the shepherds show up they have unrestricted access ah, you, you see i can't just walk up in your house and there may be some churches I just can't walk up in, but, 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 but in that place where Jesus was laying, it was an outside area, outside of the inn, unrestricted access. They could walk right in and see. I wish somebody would help me right here. You, 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 you and I got to realize that right now you've got unrestricted access to see what God is getting ready to do. You, 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 nobody can stop you from worshiping God. Nobody can stop you from going to see the babe lying in a manger. I'm not talking about in any barn or stable around New London or Southeast Connecticut or anywhere in the world. I'm talking about the stable and barn in your own home where God will reveal God's own son to you where you will understand the glory of the Lord. <laughs> Unrestricted access. There's nothing that is that it will even help from you. Let, let me help you here. The place where he lay was familiar to shepherds. It was a stable. 
Uh, it's something how God will put you in a familiar environment so you'll feel comfortable in his presence. <laughs> Good God Almighty, I feel like preaching up in here. I got to get out of the way. Listen, listen, they, they were in a place that was familiar and I want to just help somebody right now. You have unrestricted access at your house. You're in a place familiar to you. You're in a spot familiar to you. Well, there's no reason for you not to come and see the newborn king. There's no reason for you not to be in his presence. Since you're in a familiar place and you've got unrestricted access, why don't you come on in and see what God is getting ready? Oh, I told you I feel like preaching. I got, I got one more and I got two minutes to get it out. Now, now here's the last thing that, that got me because when they went there, they, they got there and they looked at him. And then they began to tell their story. This is what happened to us. Us was standing there and an angel showed up and told us about what was happening over here. Us was standing there minding our own business and an angel showed up and told us a savior was happening over here. Us was standing here and if we hadn't heard him, all of a sudden the heavens opened up. And besides the celestial stars that always shine in the sky, we saw something different up there because a heavenly choir started to singing and they started giving God praise. And so all I can tell y'all now is this is an unofficial announcement. Let, let me help you. They made an unofficial announcement. This is my last point, y'all. I'm done, I'm done, I'm, I'm finished. Y'all ain't, ain't got me yet. They made an unofficial announcement. They didn't need a title, chief officiant at the nativity. You, you don't need a title to have an experience with God. Your name may not be Reverend, Dr. Elder, Bishop, Deacon, Deaconess. You may not have a title of trustee or team leader, but where you are, you get to make an announcement in your house that I want my children to know that Jesus Christ was born. I want the folks in my house to know. I need my neighbors to know. I got an unofficial announcement. Don't have no title on me, but I know what I've seen and I know what the angels have showed me and something has happened in the earth realm and Jesus is worthy to be praised. Oh. Can I stop? I got one last one and I got no time left. But I want to tell you, they left there with an unashamed acclamation. Y'all missed that. They made the announcement, told them what they saw. They say they made the announcement. But on the way out, the last verse, verse 20 says, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God. They went away 
praising God for all they heard and all they had seen. Y'all ain't got that right here. In other words, I need you in your house right now to go ahead and make an unashamed acclamation for all you've heard and all you've seen and let the world know Jesus Christ is Lord. It's not about Saint Nicholas. It's not about Santa Claus. It's not about Blis Navidad. What you need to know, it's about a baby born in a manger. It's about the Savior of the world. And let's celebrate Jesus. Let's remember there's hope in the darkness, not just in the vaccine, but in the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Come on and give him a praise. Come on and give him a praise. invite you if you don't have a place of worship you don't know where to go I want you to become a part of Shiloh you say Reverend I can't walk down the aisle I'm not at church I, that's okay but you can become an I member when we come back to church you can come visit and if you never get a chance to come to Southeast Connecticut you can still be a member of this fellowship we welcome you to Shiloh we welcome you to this part of the vineyard I want you to trust God with us as we trust God to lead us forward. I want you to know we love you and we're glad you tuned in today to hear this word, to be in this worship experience. I don't know about anybody else, but I have felt the presence of the Lord in a powerful way. And I worship the God I serve and I praise God for you and I remind you of that love of God that loves you. And don't you ever fool yourself. The Lord loved you before you ever knew about him. He still loves you now. And I want you to realize no matter what happens this Christmas holiday, I don't care if you don't get an airy gift, I want you to remember this. You've already got the greatest gift of all. You've got the greatest gift of all. Jesus Christ, our Lord and you love on him, you worship him, you recognize him. And if Jesus is with you and in your heart, you can't help but have a blessed and Merry Christmas. I love each one of you. Here's what I wanna do as we close today. I, I know I, I just felt the praise and worship in this place. Can we, in your house, I'm trying to move on, but can we just take 30 seconds more and just give God a praise? It'll give me a minute just to give God. I just need a moment. I need a moment. I need a moment.